Interning, a Thomson Reuters podcast. Being a Black Intern. Hi, I'm Beverly Wedderburn, your host, and I'm here to tell you a little bit about what you can expect to hear from the brand new Thomson Reuters podcast, Interning. I've never done a podcast before, but I'm really excited to share with you through conversation with interns and professional guests from a range of industries, the benefits and challenges of navigating an internship in the corporate world. And of course, what happens next? Tune in to listen to our first episode with Thomson Reuters President and CEO, Steve Hasker, who will share his views on the launch of the Black Internship Scheme here in the UK. Good afternoon and welcome everyone. I'm I'm Beverly Wedderburn, your host, and my co-host today on the podcast is Zion. Good afternoon, everyone. And uh, we have a special guest today, President and CEO Steve Hasker. Steve, would you like to say hello to everybody? Yeah. Hi, Bev. Hi, Zion. Hi, everyone. We, we're really pleased to have you on. Uh, thank you for uh, agreeing to do this. I know we, we sort of kettled you in a corner at the launch event in London uh, a few weeks ago. And uh, it was almost a, you're, you're coming on, <laughs> you've got no yep. choice. We don't care where in the world you might be, we're going to track you down. So we really appreciate you uh, you honouring both invitation and the yes uh, to join us. So we want to talk a little bit today about the programme, the internship scheme, why we launched the scheme and the importance of the scheme from a Ben Europe uh, perspective for our region um, and, and hopefully from a Thompson Reuters perspective sort of overall. I'd like to kick off a little bit with a, a sort of a, a what it means to Zion, uh, to be honest. Um, Zion, you've been how long now at uh, at the organization? Um, it's been a month and a day now. Great. And in that month and a day, um, tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, what, it, what it's been like for you. My first month here has been a bit different to the other interns as um, I came in for the first day and obviously I got to meet my manager, Carl Hewton, and I got to meet a bit of the team. But after that, I was out for two weeks because I had surgery um, the day after on the first day. I had an operation on my ACL because I got a basketball injury. So, uh, yeah, I was out for two weeks. And then um, after those two weeks, um, I came back and then... Um, at first, it was just about catching up on what I'd missed, so getting all the mandatory um, learn, e-learning done. And then um, I did some work on law firms and um, the different types of lawyers as well. And then I've been also getting used to using the systems like um, CRS. And I touched on a bit of um, high-velocity cells. And then... Um, also, I've been doing projects as well. I'm currently doing a, a Scottish project where I'm just researching different um, law firms and finding out how many solicitors that they have and the, er- the area of law that they work in. Also, I've been doing stuff outside of that. Cause I, I'm, my internship's in the sales department and I'm in the Carl's client management team. But outside of that, I've been, I joined um, the Ben, the Ben calls as well. Allow me to ask you a question, Zion, because that, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's a busy month and a day. Yeah. <laughs> isn't it, isn't yeah. it just, you're, you're putting, you're putting me to shame crumbs. Uh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it, it's, it sounds like a lot and it sounds like we're keeping you busy, which I, which I think is, is, is awesome. 
Um, just in terms of the program itself, so so when Steve was at the launch event in London, uh, when we formally went live in July, we talked about why we we put the the program together. And you know, if I may, Steve, you you certainly mentioned, you know, from a from a DNI perspective, the the Thomson Reuters commitment to that. Would you mind sort of sharing a little bit from a reflection point of view on on the day, on the on the event? And really sort of the purpose of, of the, the pilot scheme that we're running at the moment? As I said at the launch event, uh, you know, it makes me very proud to see our BN group, you know, spo- create and sponsor this event and, and sort of drive it to fruition and, and have talent like Zion join the company. I, I think it's really exciting. We have been very visible and we continue to be very visible and, and transparent in terms of our goals, in terms of diversity and inclusion and, and in, in all its forms, in all the markets in which we operate. Uh, it's a work in progress. I think we're pretty pretty transparent about where we are and where we aren't and where we need to go. You know, it, it really is incredibly important to the company for a couple of reasons. Um, one is that in order to get the best talent, we have to represent all racial and ethnic groups uh, across the company. That's where the best talent is, uh, and that's a really important part of it. Secondarily, we need to um, reflect our customer base. You know, we can't have uh, uh, sort of, in a sense, skews one way or another, because if we do, we're not representing the broader population and we're not representing our customer base. So for those reasons, it's a real sort of push. And I congratulate uh, BN for, for, for being at the forefront and creating the internship program. I personally started my career as an intern. I think many, many people who are consuming this podcast will have done the same. And you realize just how important it is for, for you in terms of figuring out what you're good at and what you're not good at and what you like to do and what you don't like to do. And, and it gives you a sense for, for whether uh, Thomson Reuters is the kind of place that you'd like to forge a career. We hope that the answer is yes, uh, but the best way to, to, to do that is to do what Zion's doing and test and try it and see whether you like it. Thank you. And that's that's really interesting because we were having a conversation yesterday and Zion said almost exactly that. He has been trying different things. Um, he mentioned that his um, his injury from basketball. I'm I'm talking on your behalf, Sion, and of course you can mention this yourself. <laughs> but he mentioned his injury from from basketball, and as a result of that, looking at different avenues um, of interest and doing different things to sort of keep him busy. Um, and that you know, if you if you want to sort of open up a little bit, Zion, if you if you can about the experience of getting here, really. Obviously, my passion was basketball about two years ago. Like, if you had asked me if I wanted to work in the office, then I would have said no because I'm a very sporty person and I just liked hands-on stuff. But I got injured, and then um, through the first year, I didn't really do much. Like, I was just. Um, feeling sorry for myself and like just at home not really doing much but then I realised that I'm getting a bit older now so I need to start looking at, into other things so at first I tried because um, I thought obviously I, I didn't I've never tried an office job before but I thought I wouldn't like it so I didn't really think about that at all so I done a bit of plumbing with my cousin so I wanted to see how it was um, it was alright but I did get injured I cut my hand on the first day so I didn't really like that and then um I started doing more work of Urban Synergy because I did do the mentoring course back in, I think it was year 11, going to year 12. But I did the mentoring course. But after I did that, I didn't really get involved in any of the schemes or anything. But um, like in February, I did the um, 
MNG work experience that they had for two weeks. They gave like an overview of different things in like, like to do with HR and loads of different areas of the business. And then after that, I saw um, this internship. So I thought that I should give it a try, give it a try, give because um, I already read it off in my mind before trying it. So now I'm trying it. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's not. <laughs> That's how we like to think of a TR, not half bad. <laughs> <laughs> sort of a new a new strap line. Exactly. Um, that's, our, yeah, that's our yeah. new <laughs> marketing tagline. <laughs> that's really great to hear. And I know, you know, part of the activities that we've been sharing amongst the three interns um, since they've been here over the month is getting them more involved in the, the broader Bend networks, um, but also you know, making networks, right? Creating networks throughout the organization. I think it's, you know, you'd agree that it's important for them to meet different people, meet different people outside of their immediate sort of areas of, of work um, and and just really sort of embrace um, the experience as much as, as possible. So on that note, how would you suggest an intern, um, the interns, because obviously we have a, another two of them with us until October, um, would get the best out of um, being at Thomson Reuters for these three months. What would be your what would be your suggestion? Look, I think um, to, to Zion's point, uh, don't get injured is an important part of it. Uh, I can relate to uh, to knee surgery. I had someone some recently myself. It's not a lot of fun, um, <clears throat> but you know, for me, the most important thing to do for all of us, uh, but especially the interns is ask lots of questions because we all have a license to ask lots of questions. We, we, we have a lot, much more of a license than we think, you know, we come to work thinking, okay, I don't want to ask a stupid question because people will think I don't know what I'm doing. I think it's the opposite. I think if, if there's a question on your mind, ask it of, of a colleague. Uh, typically they'll get something out of the question. They'll get something out of having to think through an answer and they'll get to know you and you'll get to know them. So I think that's the first and most important thing. I think the second thing, and Zion touched upon it, you know, my, my mother always says, you don't know what something's like until you do it yourself. You know, you can have all the empathy in the world and think you, you, you have a sense for what an office job might be like, but until you do it and until you try being a plumber and until you, you, you get hurt playing basketball, you don't know what it's like. And so I, I think the, 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 the other thing is in addition to answering questions is just tr- try to, uh, make the experience as rich as you can introduce yourself to as many people as you can whether you're in the office and you're doing it in person or whether it's in a virtual environment and you just have a chance to uh through the ben network to 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 meet lots and lots of people and ask them about their experience ask them about what they do and how they think about it and and how their their work-life balance comes together for them and 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 why they've why they're at tr and why they've stayed at tr and what they're hoping to do next all of those things, I think, just will give you a better sense for the company and the experience that you can have um, at TR. Uh, and I think that helps, um, you know, formulate career plans that, to Zion's earlier point, you know, when you start out, it, 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 it's, it's not clear, you know, what you should do and, and, and what you'll be good at and what you'll like until you try it. So I think he's really onto something with that, uh, you know, with giving an office job a, a, a try and seeing how it goes. Have you had one of those moments when you sort of went, oh, I don't know, but let me give it a go. And then you go, oh, <laughs> I quite like that. Yeah, I, many, Bev. I remember when I uh, was in my first job, I worked uh, I worked as an accountant at, uh, at, at 
what is now PwC at that time was was Price Waterhouse in uh, in Australia, and I remember going home and saying to my parents, oh, "I don't think this is for me. I'm not that." And my mother, uh, who's who you can tell is a pr pretty good advisor. She's a social worker. She was. She's retired now. She said, "Look, for your first job, you know, it doesn't matter so much what you do. What, what matters is that you can prove to yourself and to others around you that you can." you can do a good day's work and you can contribute and you can be part of a team. And I remember thinking, oh, okay. She, so she said, look, just keep going and uh, uh, and do a good job and then options will open up. They'll open up in the company and you're working and they'll open up in, in other places. And that's some of the best advice I've ever gotten, you know, and I, I've certainly had many of those moments where I've got into a situation and I thought, wow, I thought I'd really like this, but I don't. Or vice versa. This is not something I thought about. I just never considered I would I would want to um, to do this. And I've been lucky enough to work in a number of different parts of the world, which has been been really great and also a great education. So I, th I think that sort of open-mindedness that's implicit in your question is maybe the most important thing because very few of us can sit at the start of our careers as Zion is and say, this is what I want to be. Very few people. Now, people who can do that, I mean, I've always been envious of them, but I wasn't one of them. I was very much, well, let's see what happens. If I learn as much as I can uh, and I ask lots of questions, then hopefully good things will happen. Um, and I think that's been my approach. And I, I think a lot of people are in that category where, you know, they'll if it's fun and it's interesting, they'll do it for a while and see what happens. And I think that's a pretty healthy way to go about your career planning. Excellent. And I, I couldn't agree more, actually. Um, and especially since, if I may say so, Zion, uh, you are 18. <laughs> so yeah. you've got many, many, many years of trying and not being afraid to fail along the way, and then just really enjoying it, right? Yeah. Zion, if you would like to, I think uh, now would be a good time to uh, to pose your one of your three challenging questions. Okay, the first question I have is, as you have the biggest role in the organization, um, my question is, what uh, motivates you? Zion, I think that, I don't know that I have the biggest role. I, I think anyone who touches and communicates with uh, our customers has the biggest role. So I try to talk with a, at least one customer every day. I think it, it, it helps make me relevant and it helps uh, make me better informed. But anybody in the company who's talking with our customers and providing um, content and software and experiences to our customers, I think they have the most important role. And, and that's what motivates me. Um, it is as simple as making our customers more successful. And, you know, and it's not just at a company level. If we think about serving Ernst & Young or KPMG or, or, or uh, uh, Shell or, or BP or someone like that, that Okay, so the the corporate level is one thing, but I actually really enjoy getting to know the individuals that are using our um, using our products, and and trying to help them be more successful uh, as as individuals, as executives, and as customers. That's what motivates me. It's pretty simple, um, but it's also uh, it's it's been true throughout my career. My next question was, um, how do you make sure that you have a good balance between your personal and professional life? Yeah, it's look. That's a great question, particularly um, for people like me who travel a lot. You know, and at the moment, this summer has proven to be very challenging. I think almost every flight I've gotten on has been delayed, or there's been a 
a jet bridge handler missing or a baggage handler. You know, it's 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 really been for those of you who've travelled would would know it's it's been difficult. Um, for me, it's basics. Uh, I try to make sure I get at least eight hours sleep every night, which I know sounds better than <laughs> surprised. To I'm, see not, that. I'm really surprised. <laughs> yeah, I barely squeeze in five, Stephen, and I, I don't have half the job you do. But uh... so so I used to I used to be sort of five or six or seven seven on a good day. And I just realized, you know what, for some people can do that and they're really good at, at getting a, a relatively small amount. For me, I know it's a really basic thing, but I sort of, as I've gotten older, figured out, no, I, I need seven or eight, preferably eight hours. Uh, if I do that, I'm just able to perform better. So that's a really important part of it. Um, the second is uh, to maintain relationships and friendships with people outside of TR. Um, and, and outside of what we do, you know, and so we have a lot of lawyers and a lot of accounts, a lot of risk professionals, very, very highly trained people. Um, you know, one of my best friends uh, is a jeweler. Another one uh, is an actor. Another one runs a creative studio. You know, my, my brother is a, is a uh, civil engineer. My sister works in sports. And so for me, it's really important to maintain um, a network of relationships and friendships with people who have nothing to do with TR. And because, you know, I spend a lot of time with TR people and I thoroughly enjoy that. But I think just getting a sense for what other people are doing keeps me grounded and and uh, and hopefully provides a broader perspective uh, for me and, and, and in my role here. And so that's another, another important part. So lots of sleep and, and maintaining, you know, broader relationships. Because as we know, you know, that a, a day's work can be a long day mm-hmm. and, uh, and it can be increasingly sort of uh, narrow and focused, you know, as, as particularly when, when there are challenging uh, tasks to achieve at work. And I think just having that broader perspective with people who aren't immersed in what we do is really healthy. I don't even think that I get eight hours of sleep a day. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. I mean, it, it's not important for everyone, but I, I think it's uh, that what I'm really saying is you, you have to figure out what works for you. You know, for some people it's, it's going out on Friday or Saturday nights and really sort of letting loose and enjoying themselves. Um, for me, I, I try to play a lot of sports uh, and, and stay pretty healthy. Um, you know, for other people, it's it's focusing on their diet or it's yoga or it's going for walks with the dog or, you know, there's just it's just whatever works for you that, that allows you to um, – to think about something else and to, to really relax. Uh, you know, and if, if you haven't found that outlet, then, you know, asking questions and, and talking to friends and seeing what other people do and, and trying a few things is really important. The last question that I had was, what advice um, would you give me in order to get the best out of this experience? Yeah, look, I think it's um, along the lines we talked about. One is ask lots of questions, you know, just don't ever be embarrassed or afraid or cautious about asking questions of, of, of your colleagues, particularly those who've been around for a while. Um, and the second is is uh, try different things. You know, I think the best career experiences I've had is where, where I've tried something new, you know, and I've been open-minded about it. Uh, and, and, and the third is, you know, Bev touched upon it, be prepared to fail. Be prepared to make mistakes and don't worry about it. It's not fun. None of us like making mistakes, uh, but but that's when we all learn the most. And as as I, I, I'm sure Bev, you're the same. If you reflect back on your career, what are the things that you remember? Occasionally with a bit of a wince or a grimace, but the things that you remember where you've really learned a lot and you've developed fastest. It's where you've taken a risk, gone out on a bit of a ledge, made a mistake. 
uh, and learn from it. You know, that that's those days are the are the ones where you really sort of take a leap forward uh, as as uh, you know as a professional relative to the days where you just do the stuff you know you can do. I can completely relate. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking my questions. Thanks, Sion, for the questions and thank you for the answers because on that to that last point, I think we we talk about, you know, failing and failing fast and being fearless quite a lot, don't we? Um, but in, in in actual practice, it can be quite daunting. It's hard. To, it's you hard. know, to have failed and gone, oh my gosh, you know, I'm used to being near to perfect and if I fail everything fails and everything falls apart but in reality it it doesn't if you can look at it with a slightly different set of eyes um you'll know that you'll learn you'll definitely learn from it and yeah yeah many many of those (laughs) many of those in the last 20 it's fine it's been good it's been all right (laughs) (laughs) we're at that crucial may I have a question please Steve um and I'd like to capture your your question for the next guest. I won't tell you who the next guest is going to be, but absolutely anything at all that you would like to ask this person. As I've talked about, I love asking questions. I think the, the question that I like to to ask people is if you could change one thing at TR, what would it be? Ooh. You know, and, and typically you get, I, I always get some really good answers. I get some, you know, this really big sort of broad transformational ideas and I get some some very, very tactical ones and they're all they're all good and I, and I like to receive them. So I'd, I'd love for, I don't know who the next guest is and that may be an inappropriate question to ask them, but I'd love for you to ask that question, Bev, if you can. We definitely, definitely will ask that question. And can I say, um, it's been an absolute pleasure, right? It was really kind of you to come on and be our, our launch guest. Really great to hear your insights. Uh, really great to have that conversation between yourself and, and Zion. Um, and just spending time, you know, focusing and acknowledging the internship scheme, the black internship scheme that we've launched here in in the UK. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Yeah, thanks to you, Bev, and, and to the entire group. And thanks, Zion, for being a, a good sport. I hope your knee uh, continues to recover. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Bev, I'll be a loyal audience member. Thank you. <laughs> of the podcast going forward. And I, I look forward to the next one. Brilliant. We, we will chase you with the link. Don't you worry. Don't you worry <laughs> at all. That's an Good. excellent place to finish. Thanks again. So that's it. Thank you for listening. Uh, we really enjoyed recording it. So I hope you enjoyed listening to it. And if you have any questions about the internship scheme here at Thomson Reuters or feedback on the podcast, please share. We welcome you back for the rest of the series. Interning. A Thomson Reuters podcast. Don't miss new episodes. Follow on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.